Indigestion, like the minute I press record, I was like, "That's so good. That's perfect." Now you can ouch. shit yourself. Ouchie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I'm gonna grab a tum. Okay, the gay. Tell a story. Okay, okay. So one time when I was very little, um, there was this guy and he was picking on me and he was being very rude to me. He was a little bit older than me and he was trying to impress this girl who was a the sister of a this close friend that I had. And he was making fun of me in front of everybody. And we were all at a bowling alley and I found gum stuck to the bottom of the seat at the bowling alley. So he was being really condescending and rude. And he like went, oh, it's okay." And he patted me on the back and I said, I know. And I patted him on the back and then but I stuck the gum to his back, like a big lump of gum that I got from under the seat. And everybody at the and everybody at the bowling alley started laughing at him and he had no idea what had happened. And so I got that. Yeah, but he was like, um, he was like a country boy, and he got yeah. mad at her because he said, he said, you know, she, you know, she sucked that guy's dick, oh, and it wasn't man. his dick, so he was mad at her, he so that bummed. he stopped being her friend. And then I don't think she actually. He said, he said she had, you know, she had oral sex in a movie theater, and I don't think that's true. Would she go down on it? Reminds me of that Alanis Morissette song. But good for her. In she did. a theater. <laughs> Does she speak a this, other guy, this other guy, Jason. They were always they were competing over her, over Stephanie. She was oh, so nice. How emotionally fraught those times are, you know? Every emotion you know, is like 800 times bigger than yes, it yeah. needs to be. And you're like, ah! When you're like 14. I think I was yeah. a little more dead inside when I was younger. Oh, that's good. That's nice. I was very like like uh, i was just like a blank wall i was like a wall of a person saying i listened really to a lot of very much i did i guess similar i listened to a lot of radiohead mm, so I'm i was edgy. Into, um, how interesting am i well i could i was only allowed to listen to christian music oh when i was younger and and old, like oldies songs and classical yuck <laughs> so i listened to a lot of the runettes um but um do you are, is there like a person who you were friends with when you were younger and you just kind of you can't remember why but you sort of drifted apart yeah there are a few i had like really bad guy friends starting from like fifth grade on like like gonna be that all get kicked out of school that like sell drugs mm-hmm. like I, mm-hmm. I was like gravitated towards those people but yes, like in high school boys. i was like underneath like i was good at pretending i was like such a good guy but i was like one of those kids too yes 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 and there i love the rebellious people like but not quite that extent of rebellious but mm. like i had this one friend and i met him and his name is eric and everyone else didn't like him because he was like a little too much for youth group and one time we were at wendy's uh, and he uh, said does anyone want some barbecue sauce and we said yeah and he just walked behind the counter and grabbed barbecue sauce Whoa. And he got barbecue sauce Whoa. for everyone. I was like, this guy is cool. He wasn't Nuts. fucking cool. He had sex with an underage person. Ew. Reveal. Max. How's your week been? I'm feeling insane, as I told you. And I, I oh know, wait, I, I just know. put a hat on. That's a that's yeah, that's like uh 
always a good idea. I think we could be hat boys. I feel um, I feel like really slimy. You know how sometimes you shower, but you still feel slimy. Yeah, I just feel greasy and slimy today. I felt that way. I think this whole week it's been humid outside and cool in my apartment. Well, that's good. I feel slimy. I feel slimy. I went to my parents party yesterday. It was my Mm -hmm. dad's birthday. Mm -hmm. And some of my uncles are still racist. Oh, that's a good some like, of them huh. are just they're like okay there yep it's like okay um, i'll talk to my aunt eileen she's very progressive for her age yeah you just zoned in on her and ate whatever some we just talked about films oh that's nice she loves movies she's been so supportive she's like i was like should i become should i get a job for the united nations or should i direct movies she said direct movies yeah what are you even thinking united nations yeah i wanted to work for the united nations for a long time i was learning french oh and no. um no i'm just gonna say no ah les bons je, uh, je... <laughs> je m'appelle je uh je je mais uh, Mais les rois du Lombo. Max. Yes. I wanted to talk to you about Christine. I had a little mm. punky punky date last night. We saw this fucking crazy drag queen. I'm trying to like place her in a film. Very like liquid sky. Like very Ooh, I like, love liquid sky. Like liquid sky goth dirt drag queen. Yeah, like whips her dick out and then like rubs her dick and she's like, fuck everyone in the ass, fuck up at it. Like just like sing songs. She rocks. Like that. She rocks. Yeah, she was like, Ugh. she opens for Fever Ray now. Whenever Ooh. Fever Ray is like in the US, she's fucking incredible. Um, I want to slide my fingers in your pussy. Oh my god, yes, that song's amazing. But for example, lips young and juicy. I want to slide my fingers in your pussy. You know that song? It's Fever Ray. Yep. Um, she had a butt plug in that had balloons on it because it was someone's birthday. Oh, it was like a light up butt plug. So she'd walk uh. around and just these b- balloons would follow her. And then when she started her song, first of all, she did a uh-huh. cover of She Bop in like full goth, like She Bop, We Bop, but just like She Bop. It was like really insane. Like Romstein style. Yeah, Romstein. And then she pulled the butt plug out when she started her first song and it floated into the crowd and like threw it right at me. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like, so fucking funny. That's it, really it was amazing. Funny. That it rocks. Was, I was like, wow. That's um, so cool. You would lo- really love her. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. Um, um, she sounds like the right kind of sick to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of which, we watched two movies. Should we get into them? Yeah, speaking of sickness. Sickness. The Wes Anderson cute virus is spreading. (laughs) And therefore, we must have seen Asteroid City. City. Also, welcome to the Rough Take podcast, where we do podcast talking about movies. Review that. We review. Also. We talk. We're going to cut this into the beginning. You can download the app. 
Perhaps we'll feature them on the podcast one day. We've been saying that since we started recording. It's been a year, Doug. Go to TikTok and like interact with Max and call him like a fart bag or something. If you go to the TikTok, I'll kill myself on live. If you go to the TikTok, call him a fart bag. Any listener. I'll kill myself on live. I want someone to call him that. I will live stream. The power of this podcast. I'll jump off of a parking garage. So that would be cool. That's but I won't cool. really. I wouldn't really. But don't do that. What the but fuck? Make some, Why are you make encouraging some people art. to give me hate comments? Make some art first and then kill yourself. And then it'll be really expensive. And then I um, can like sell it. True. Yeah. I'll send you a couple slides. Yeah. Well, I don't think because I can't draw. I have no spatial awareness. I don't think. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't know where anything is in reference to like where anything else is. Usually mm-hmm. it makes driving really hard. And so my elbows are everywhere all the time. It's like that mm, one movie. Like that movie, um, yeah. But your yeah, elbows. That movie, um, Glory. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I don't know. So I don't I can't draw is what I'm trying to say because I don't know where anything else is in relation to anything else. So I think mm-hmm. when I draw, I like I'll draw like it's like like a charades game. It's like gun, draw a gun, a man with a gun. And I draw the man, and then the gun is like it looks like it would be 500 pounds. Yeah. It's huge. The gun's so big because I don't know how to draw things in relation to other things. So I don't think well, my art's going to do well if it's just drawing stuff. Maybe I could do some audio it. recordings. How do I sell that, though? NFTs. Oh, true. Mm. NFT marketplace. We watch Asteroid City. True. And we gave it. What's our scores? I gave it Give a four. Score. I'm a little four. I thought it was a delightful, a delightful Wes Anderson movie. Generally with Wes Anderson, there's like it like it's tweeness, like makes me want to vomit. But it was very good to me. You? I gave it a four and a half. I fucking loved it. Wow. I I thought I was not going to like it at all. I saw the ad. I was like, this looks annoying because sometimes Wes Anderson's annoying to me. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like the French Dispatch. I don't love Grand Budapest Hotel. People fucking love that movie. I don't love it. I didn't love Isle of Dogs. I really, really love Moonrise Kingdom. And this one was like that for me. What about Royal Tenenbaums? That I like a lot. I like, I like Royal Tenenbaums a lot. a lot. The incest is a little, it throws me off every time because there's like this romance that you're kind of rooting yeah. for where it's like your brother and sister. This is really strange how I'm supposed to feel with this. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. But four but, and a half. Great. Yes. I, I thought it was great. Like I yeah. really thought it was amazing. I, um, well, do you want to give a summary? Mm, well, splitsies, you start. Okay, so it starts off with a radio broadcast, and the broadcast is also televised, I think, and it's Brian Cranston as the narrator, and he's describing a play that is being put on. So throughout the whole course of the movie, the main movie occurs within this play, like it is the play that they're describing for the radio broadcast, and um, then it will sometimes randomly cut out to the people who are making the play. So there will be certain scenes where like characters from the movie leave the set and start describing the characters that they're playing in the movie. And it's very, I, this is going to be a weird take or like a weird reference, but if you've seen the movie passion of Anna by uh, Ingmar Bergman, which if, if you haven't, you should, it's really, I think it's great. It's kind of scary. There's like the move that movie 
halfway through the movie, they start interviewing the actors about what they think will happen to the characters they're playing. Okay. And it's really cool. And so it's the type of meta that I really like, like okay. genuinely really like. It never feels like they're interrupting the story. It feels mm-hmm. like the story is being informed by a different context through these like sort of meta moments. Okay. And then the plot itself is like, I don't, it's about a bunch of kids who go to a space camp. Genius kids go to a space camp. They all have their own thing that they're providing to this, Mm -hmm. their own awards, which I thought was kind of cute. Yeah. (laughs) And they go and there's this like event that happens. Aliens descend upon them. It becomes a quarantine zone and all these characters are like stuck and interacting with each other. Yeah. Um, Scarlett Johansson, this actress. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman's a photographer. Jason Schwartzman plays a photographer <laughs> and he's the war. He's the there's the war, a war. for Sanger. And Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. It's a lot of interesting, it's a lot of like interesting little characters that they throw together in this like quarantine space, which like is a great kind of boiling pot of like interaction between funky people. Yeah. It makes like kind of a fun, fun time for that. And also I love, and it's like a, just like star studded cast with like the stars that you like really love and aren't full mainstreamy stars. Like Tilda yeah. Swinton pops in and like Jeff Goldblum pops in for a sec. And they don't get like, for, like huge one parts. second. Yeah. Yeah. If, they don't get huge parts. And I think that's good because I think if it was that, it would fuck everything up. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of discussion cameos. of, well, there's been a lot of discussion of cameos lately, especially in regards to like Marvel movies or the Spider-Verse movie where they just throw random cameos into it. Okay. I think. And this is like the difference between sightseeing, you know, and contributing, if that makes sense, where it's like it's almost like when you're watching a movie like the Spider-Verse movie, which I liked. I'm not trying to talk shit about that movie, but it's like every cameo. It's just like, look who that is. Look, it's Donald Glover. Look, it's the lady from the Venom movie that they forced you to put into this movie. In, in, In this movie, it's just like there's every character who they show have like a cameo for does contribute to the plot in some way. And it's just Mm -hmm. also cool that it's played by a very famous actor. Yeah. And I think that's how I like to see cameos in these types of movies. It doesn't feel like cheap or I don't know, like, and they're, but they're also actors that are uh, almost like unsung. I mean, they're like very famous, incredible actors, but they're still like kind of like, on the edge they're not like a brad pitt or like a whatever i, well, I love norton. the casting's amazing yeah edward mm. norton still is like even yeah, brian right, cranston right. brian cranston plays like a narrator he has nothing to do with yeah, the main plot of but, the movie i don't know i wouldn't call him like a brad cameo? he's an amazing actor oh. yeah he's not a cameo either but yeah well Margot like the casting Robbie. In this is like so interesting Margot Robbie, well, we'll we'll do some spoilers a little bit. She just randomly shows up at the end as the guy's, as the fiction. Oh, my God. It's so good. Like, this movie is so good. Hmm. I think it's, like, like really underrated, too. It didn't get very good critical reception compared to, like, his last movies. It was, that is weird. I thought Scarlett Johansson was amazing in it. Awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah. Even when she like these these characters and actors have to like play actors playing these characters as well. And like they have to give different performances for those. Uh oh, you froze. Can you still hear me? What were you gonna say? <laughs> um wait, do a blur. You have to do your, your background blur blur. Are you saying that my background's ugly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I just the yellow part of the I don't of know. The, of the what? It's the I've it, had this bed since I was eleven years old. No, there's a there's a uh what is it? It's a, a no, it's like a piece of paper, and I think it's yellow on the si- end of it, but it looks like pee pee. Oh, it's a Nature Valley granola bar pack. No, no, on the bed, on the very edge of the bed. That's the Nature ba- the Nature Valley granola bar pack. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, do you mean this? Yeah. Oh, probably. this is just the old yellowed tag. I yeah, can't in, rip it off. In the in the like how um. Let me Whatever. unblur it for a the, second so people can see what you're talking about. Just so because now makes it look like pee pee poop. We had this idea where we had this idea where we weren't gonna say that we did a thing, but now we have to talk about it because we this have is to not talk pee. about it. This is not oh, pee. see, it's paper. This is a flap, it's paper. <laughs> not pay pee. But the, there is a stain is a on this. Room? Well, not a guest room. I'm not gonna have a guest in here. I feel like this would be more like a torture chamber of some kind. Okay. This is where I well, let me say something. That's where I fit men on that little ottoman right there. It is, it is. I do. And I put them in, I put them on there, and so it smells crazy in here. But um, yeah, so I really liked don't look at it anymore. (laughs) I also think I have like my bondage shit over here. No, I don't. That's good. But there's yeah, I know there's some kind of there's some kind of substance in here that I know is like not something that should be viewed by the gen the by the general podcast population the listening population but um no so one thing i want to talk about as well in the movie Uh asteroid city is i really like it when a movie can take its emotional climax change it to a completely different context but still have that emotional climax resonate even more so because it also applies to a different thing. Mm -hmm. So in this movie, what I'm referring to is the way that the character in the play, his wife has died, but that character isn't real. There's a scene where he exits the play and he goes and talks to the woman who is supposed to play his wife in the play that they're in. Right. Mm -hmm. And that woman is played by Margot Robbie. This is all very confusing. And he talks about the emotional, like, sort of climax of their story together, even though it doesn't exist in the narrative that we're supposed to be watching. At the same time, he had an affair with the writer of the play that he's in. Like, they were in love with each other. Yeah, a little gay, the gay moment. And that character, in the context of the outside story, has died. So that death is what he's referring to by talking to the character, the actress who played the character of his dead wife in the play that they were in that got cut from the play. And Mm -hmm. I think that scene, I cried. And I do not cry in movies, 
But that scene yeah. where they're talking to each other on the balconies, I genuinely think is like the best scene of the year and one of the best of the last year too. I, it's really so good. You watch this twice, which I think would help me it definitely those does, things yeah. a little bit yeah. better. Yeah. Because there are those kind of A-B plot lines, mm-hmm. like the meta stuff, which is hard to follow, honestly. It uh, is. Upon a first watch. Like that kind yeah. of like detail, I definitely didn't pick up on. Yeah. We're recording off. Did you need to put your groceries away? No, I did it. I didn't get that much, but it was very expensive. What did you get that was expensive? Mm, I don't know, actually. Yeah. I don't know how it got that expensive. Costco, everyone. Okay. Um, they don't sponsor us. Bleep it out. We went to I get it. To I got to groceries. I went to Costco. Well, I almost said it out. I, I almost said it. I was trying to. I was trying not to. I was like, we went to Kako. It's like, people are going to know what that is. They're going to be Kako. able to figure this shit out. Kako. I went um, to Kako to buy some curry. Curry. And it was $159.68. Oh my God. It was like two hundo something. Girl, what'd you get? A hundred boxes of toilet paper? Yeah, actually. Okay. That was the first thing on the list. Do you have to pay extra to get your groceries delivered? It's like five bucks. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Which is fine for Costco. Oh. Girl. The the protein bars were 30. Girl, what the fuck are the protein bars? It was 179. It was 180. Oh, see, that's not so bad. That's not so, so bad. Did you get um, some chicken too? I got some chicken. I got a rotisserie chicken. I got the chicken tacos. The chicken tacos. What do you mean the chicken taco? You got the chicken tacos? Like they, they made it for they you? They pre-make a big thing of chicken. And all the ingredients for tacos is in one thing. It's good, actually. It's a real I don't know good. if I believe that that's good. Babe. Babe. Hey, babe. I don't know if I believe that babe? that's good. I don't know if you can convince me to believe that that's good. Babe? <laughs> this really turned into a brand deal. That we didn't get paid. This really did. Now you're talking yeah. about the chicken tacos that are better. He said better than authentic tacos. Better and he than said, authentic tacos de Mexico. That's what he said. He said, I don't care what anyone says. Costco makes the best tacos in America. <laughs> they make the best ones. The best. So Asteroid City. Asteroid City. I mean, so it's also like wes anderson like the most fucking wes anderson thing you've ever seen which intuitively annoys me like innately annoys me i guess Mm -hmm. his vibe like annoys me a little yeah a little bit mm -hmm. where it's like private school vibe "Mm, like cute like ah, everything's like so twee yeah twee is the word that's just like twee to the hundred thousand degrees yeah it feels like if i had to describe his genre like his genre it would be like someone with an inheritance it's like the yeah. hedge fund the hedge fund oh my genre. god it is but every shot's fucking beautiful so it's like you can like yeah i think it's annoying but it's also like god damn it like everything is so fucking good even though like really yeah. long it opens with like a really like a long shot that like seemingly never ends that like establishes the location like pans and moves in these interesting ways to show all the like 
locations that are going to be used. Mm -hmm. I was like, God, so good. Like so well done. It almost makes me more upset that you can't deny his brilliance. I know. I want want to be able to deny it. Yeah. But I I can't. I feel like you could with like a couple of them where like, Mm -hmm. just turn it down, like turn down your, your fucking visual perspective because it's like it's overpowering the plot to a point where it's like exhausting sometimes he's got the dj snake style of filmmaking yeah Um, i don't know what that means but i was like yeah fuck yeah this song turned down for what oh yeah that's really (laughs) true okay no right i I, yeah i was thinking that was a good joke someone's gonna go i love that joke someone heterosexual who just had their first kid is gonna love that joke came i I, remember that (laughs) college there's uh i thought of like the nokia snake game like where you have the snake that eats the apples that could work too and you're like at the on the bottom line already yeah and you're like just circling yeah try and make it turn work. it down or it's like you're getting too close to the edge and you're like turn it down <laughs> turn the snake down <laughs> you have to yeah. you'll perish mm-hmm. you'll perish like someone getting really like imagine competitive snake playing oh god you know that exists people in the in the audience hey, tor- go, Left, tor- down. Tor- and wes anderson says no i will continue forward um and but yeah no it definitely it has there's a sort of like visual exhaustion that can occur with these types of movies i think um this one there were i don't think there was a single moment in the movie that annoyed me except for one very very brief scene that only annoyed me for the first two seconds of the scene what and it's when they start singing a song and there's literally sing-along lyrics at the Uh, bottom of the screen yeah I was like, oh, okay, I don't know about this. Yeah, Cohen, but then it... Cohen brothers-y little. Yeah, yeah. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Uh, Yeah, this movie was great. The alien was fun. That was a really fun little moment when the alien comes down. It was so funny. Um, And yeah, I liked it. Two other points. W- I have one two more points. Th- I have okay, one ahead. point. Okay, go ahead. You say one point, I'll say one point. You say one point. Okay, deal. Old people love this movie, and I don't know what's going on. Everyone in the theater was like 60, and they were fucking screaming with laughter. I was so shocked that this appealed to that demographic so intensely Mm. that I almost like reported them to the theater management because I said, you cannot be having this much fun at your age. At your age, you should not be enjoying this this much. This is metatextual. This is philosophical. You Mm. guys are conservatives and you need to start acting like it. I was getting upset. But then that broke through to my heart as well. Okay. Yes. This is for people my age who edge. Yeah. Not for you, old lady. You haven't you haven't fucked in 80 years. Yeah, get something. I don't know why I said that. That was really mean. (laughs) Only people who can like this movie. You don't edge. Do you fuck? You'll love this movie. No, you know what? The old people are so freaky, but we'll talk about that in a second because I do have yeah. a story. Okay, my point. My point that was distracting. Jason mm-hmm. Schwartzman shaved in Jason, baldness. Sorry. Jason Schwartzman's <laughs> shaved in male pattern baldness. I was like, why? Just don't shave. I can see that you've shaved a male pattern baldness into his head. 
yeah it's really distracting like you could see kind of like some hair coming up they yes. like sh- shaved yeah. and like a receding hairline on him and it was distracting to me because i'm like i can't stop looking at that like fake okay so this might be something hairline. that benefits you from two viewings okay. he had surgery on his head he had just gotten back from war that's why he's got the shave here and then in the back of his head he got shrapnel in his skull i thought that in the back was a it was a um, no a scar and that's why there's no hair there oh i thought it was saying like there was like injury that occurred and that's why he had it like a partially shaved head because he had just gotten back from war or something oh yeah i think no you could be right though you could be right a little weird i was like why yeah, I definitely noticed it's especially in the first scene when you see him, it's like his hair goes up and it's like all the way up here. And it does look like they kind of like like he was like, somebody line me up. Yeah, and they did. And they did for and then the yeah, no, you're the right. Whole movie like and you could yeah. see kind of stubble there. Yeah, a little it's like, bit, girl, it's going back. Like, stop pretending this offensive to people like me. <laughs> yeah, who stop. have the real. Why thing, would you even bitch? pretend that? I guess it's like a character thing. He's like a some potentially losing or i don't know gay man but um no i yeah no that's that's like a minor thing but again it's i think it's fine to criticize aesthetics especially in a wes anderson movie since it emphasizes aesthetics so heavily yeah that you could i think nitpick the visual style or choice but Mm -hmm. um the other thing i wanted to talk about is um maybe cut this out because i'm gonna Uh get nasty it's gonna get really bad i think I think it's going to get really bad. And this is like a hurricane warning. And people are like, I don't think it's going to be bad this time. I think it's going to be okay. I'm telling you, your streets are going to flood. Okay. You need to move to higher ground if you don't want to hear this. And your panties. Well, I'm going to say this. Leave Schreiber in this movie. He's the dad of the kid who's always asking to do dares. Always hot. I had... Like I was leaking pre-cum the whole movie every time he was on screen. It was taut. It was beautiful. It was turgid. I would do anything for that man, for that character. I want to have to impress someone for them to enjoy me as a human being. And he's exactly the type of man who would do that. But I Uh want him to be submissive sexually sometimes so that I feel endowed to protect him. I want to protect him, but in a really mean-spirited way and a sexual way so i don't know i just like what i I never was attracted to him before oh really i've looked up his pictures on a a to z men oh yeah he's great and now i'm like oh what where are there nudes yes girl a to z nudes of him yeah you basically can see his ball sack okay the show ray donovan oh okay yeah and he fucks a girl in the ass which is gross, but that's disgusting. Uh, well, okay, yeah. watch this movie. We liked it. Yes, really support Leave Schreiber. I loved I it. I, I really, didn't like I really it as liked. much as Max. Doug never does. He has no spirit. <laughs> no soul. No spirit. He's an empty cup. Pretending. He's an empty cup. Pretending. I'm a. What does cup. that mean? Turns He's an I'm empty cup. So now we got to do something else too. Um, if your thing was a movie, if your week was a movie, Max, tell me what movie would it be? 
Salo or the one hundred. No, I'm, 20, I'm kidding. That's so fucking. That's like an old joke. I think. I think I've already made that joke. Mm. My movie would be Rachel getting married. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, and I'm Rachel showing up I... to my family gathering to ruin it. Oh, I love that. Yeah, she's like an outsider. Realize, that made me realize that she's a great actress. Oh yeah, that's like her like, breakout. Oh, I think. Wow. Well, for me, it was the Princess Diaries. Yeah. 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 She's good. Um, mine would be women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Don't even give the context. We'll just say that's we'll just say that's how it is. We'll just say that's what it is. The amount of sex, um, the amount of chaos. I think, you know, very... do you want to say anything about breaking up or no? Oh yeah, I I went through a breakup like yeah a couple months ago, and I'm still like feeling you know it takes a second to get through a breakup. Yeah, I was dating this guy a very long time. Uh huh. Max gave me a lot of therapy on this shit. <laughs> no, you did. I gave him bad advice on purpose. Really bad I like advice. To experiment. Yeah, and I uh you know it worked. Yes, true. I Actually, true. I'm such a, a good times. advice giver. I don't even uh, I don't yeah. even know though. You are. I've never been in a relationship though. <laughs> and You're I pretend that I am one. Been. Sure, but it's like long distance. Like I've never been in like a real close proximity one. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I could. They're kind of a nightmare, I'm gonna tell you. They can't be. They can yeah, be. I, they can be they can be nice. I mine was really good and it mm. but it had a lot of bad streaks. Yeah, but it just takes a while to like process the shit, you know, it it also doesn't seem like there's a ton of resentment. It's more just like you had to break up because it wasn't working. Yeah, I had to slough off a lot of like self some stories that I were bad slough anyway, off slough them off my body. What's well, slough? It means like just like the only way I've ever heard off. that the only way I've ever heard that described is in war. When you slough off your when they get clothes? hit by napalm and they're they have to yeah pull exactly their flesh yeah. off that's it I'm that sloughs off that's the only time I've ever heard that the bad self story I've only ever heard that in reviews for Saving Private Ryan <laughs> really slough off the napalm yeah so but that's so cool I mean that's good but it's also like you're going through the gay stages of grief oh yes we're gonna go through that one of them is dicks dicks dicks. That's like the whole, that's like a permanent that's, stage. Yeah, that's like a, I think. addendum to each state. It's like one, you'll, there's yeah. a stage and then it's one A is dicks always. I think the Two, thing that I'm going to say that's dicks. a little controversial, I'm going to say okay. number one is acceptance. You know how that's Ugh. the last stage of grief for heterosexuals? I think for gay people, acceptance is number one. Mm, and you're like, okay. All right. Okay. Number stage two, stage, stage two, acceptance, and then dicks, and stage then stage two, two. Okay. Reaction. Reaction. Buttholes. That's where it's like you're uh, you're just going for it. You're going crazy. You're freaking out like the mm. whole time. Yeah. Stage three is it's mm. like it's like self. Wait. It's like self self awareness self. Exoriation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exoriation. Yeah. You have to exoriate. Mm-hmm. 
the self and and like retell eviscerate it yes yeah number four is the where you retell those stories like build build it back up yes you recreation yeah i think i'm in four now you so you're recreating i'm in recreation mode number five where i'm like i'm dope like i'm i got my shit together like i'm dope i'm cool i'm sexy like tall i'm whatever those i'm tall i go to the gym you go to the gym a lot it's actually disgusting that's like that's way better than what most people do do you know what Um, i do i have a bed that fabulous i have a no i have a bed that lifts me out of bed (laughs) i I bought a thing i do i have a bed that's what i do instead of going to the gym i literally i press a remote and it lifts me up like Hmm. like i'm paralyzed i I have like an assisted living bed because that's like i bought it from my professor and he his his girlfriend's mom died in the bed no she never used it but i don't believe that's true mm, yeah no because i hear whispering at night and there's an impression <laughs> of a woman in the bed just there is like no an impression is in like i rolled oh, over and it's like there's someone fall in there. into a lump yes like she's mm. still there what is the whispering i think probably my pipes I live yeah. in an old house. Yeah. Or it could be the spirit of a dead woman living in your bed. There's really two options and there's no way to tell for sure. Yeah. That's science. So, isn't. Oh, it's raining. So you're like recreating fun. yourself. What would you like to recreate yourself as? Uh, I just need to focus. Oh, I just need to focus on um, fucking success, dude. Like I don't. Yeah. I had like a boy focus, like men, like what's going to yes. happen with dudes. Yes. Like, honest i'm getting to a, like fuck that shit mm-hmm. <laughs> like, fuck, mm-hmm. who gives a shit about all that mm-hmm. kind of thing and let's get successful you know you know they say that gay men relive their teens in their 20s because they're free to be who they are okay and then the 30s are the early stages of adulthood mm-hmm. and then the 40s is where they get their shit together and they start mm-hmm. buying coats that look really good Oh, okay. I love that. So you need <laughs> to get really, yourself a really good coat. Really like defined a lot of great things, I feel like, in this moment. True. And speaking of great things, let's move on to our next film of the day. Blue Sunshine. A cult classic I recently discovered. Yes. That is really fucking freaky and weird. Let's and I wanted little... to watch it. Uh Keep going. Go ahead. Let's do a little what? No, 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 no. You're scaring me. You sound like my Sunday school teacher. Tell me. <gasps> She's back. <laughs> the no, whispering. Did say, you hear it? I didn't see anything. We should do That's my uh, old professor's song. new girlfriend's dead mother. Sorry. <laughs> old professor. New girlfriend. Old professor's new girlfriend's dead, dead mother. mother. Oh my gosh. That's she's a here journey to get right there. Now. What if in the blur you saw just like uh like you see like it's like it moves across and there's nothing there, but it unblurs like someone walked across. Someone shot themselves in the head in my apartment. Okay, so Blue Sunshine is a movie about (laughs) people who go bald and then kill themselves. Sorry, and kill each other. Yeah. That's it. That's the plot. It's like a slasher movie with several different slashers. Yes, it is. Sorry, I'm like really being disobedient. 
You are naughty. I know. Um, okay, so you said it's a slasher within slashers. Yeah, that's with several slashers. Yeah. Uh, uh, this movie is... I understand why it's a cult. has a big cult following. Mm-hmm. It is. It is that. It is the movie that you'll go to your local cinema theater and watch at midnight with like a bunch of freak geeks who wear like really vibrant t-shirts yeah everyone will just be like ah like screaming at every moment Uh and when she's going after the kids with the knife yeah yeah and it's it's so how did you feel about it movie okay so my viewing experience is i started it with my friend and he was like uh doug i'm not gonna watch this i can't watch so mask his voice you know david's voice I know. I don't think I've I have time for this kind of movie. Um, and so we <laughs> stopped. So we stopped it and I re jumped in. It uh-huh. starts I okay, my my rating is uh, a three. Okay. My rating's close to that. It's a three three to a three and a half. Where it's a I can't fun cult. Yeah, Sorry. I can't wholeheartedly recommend this movie because there are some points that it gets really boring. I think there are yeah. definitely some points where it takes itself way too seriously. Uh-huh. But there are some scenes in this movie that are so crazy and fun and inventive and interesting that I yeah. will recommend it to big fans of horror movies. Yeah, and if you're like if you're down, a lot of people aren't down for like a cult kind of like 70s horror like they don't their brains aren't like adjusted for that or don't understand how to view a film like that but if you're like are if you know what we're talking about with like fun cult movie then you'll probably like it because it's it is fun you can watch it with your like weirdo friends like watch it with your like quirky group it has Um, enough like strange wackiness that i think it will entertain you the plot essentially is I'm not going to worry about spoilers really, but yeah, we're going to spoil it. Basically like this group of people from Harvard used LSD 10 years prior to when this movie is set and something happens with their chromosomes 10 years after they use this LSD called blue sunshine where they lose all their hair and their pupils dilate and they just start killing everyone around them. (laughs) Um, So the main character is like, you know you don't know that that's what's happening and the main characters who's kind of a really ugly sean penn is like running around being like i think he's the guy from star trek oh he's giving me one of the seasons of star trek he's like he's like a alien in it i think it's he's like sean penn busted yeah like Like if sean penn got in a car accident yeah that's yeah, what Doug it's said. It's actually exactly. Yeah, that's what I said. If I, Sean Penn for that. If Sean Penn was getting out of a helicopter and he stood up too much. Oh, that's that movie. What movie? Didn't someone die on set from that happening? There's a twilight. No, zone. a helicopter crashed into two children, but that's a lot different than Oh, I thought it was a decapitation situation. Yeah, because the helicopter crashed on them. It like actually like the helicopter fully was like well, and the off, other and people like were fine. Into the... No, the kids and the actor all died, or the stunt man. I think. Hi. Well, so, that's and Sean then, and then this is this actor. <laughs> yeah, that we got into a dark place there. Yeah, but the Twilight Zone movie is good. It is good. It's fun. Yeah, 
But, but yeah, um, so he's trying to f- navigate and figure out what's happening. And he slowly figures it out. There's a lot of, he is a bad actor. I'm going to say it's, he's like kind of rough to watch sometimes when he like who? The, the, guy Sean, the movie? Sean Penn dude. Oh yeah, definitely. Like when he's interrogating his like doctor friend and he just keeps whispering. He's like, tell me about it. Tell me what's going on. What is Blue Can you give me tranquilizers? Can or when he gets really mad, I think it's really funny. He goes like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He gets this like really high pitched yell where it's like this girl, like this guy is like an old lady sometimes. It's yeah. it's amazing. But yeah, this is like a good bad movie, I guess, where it's like gets yeah. really wacky. The opening scene is insane too. Yeah. Where like this man starts singing karaoke, mm-hmm. someone joins him in singing, and he says, Hey, ah, sorry, this isn't a duet. And then someone pulls his wig off. Yeah. And, and he he's bald. He freaks out and starts throwing people into the fireplace and burning them alive. That's the opening scene. It's crazy. It's like, girl, this is fun. That was fun. And there's enough moments fun. like that where it's like, it's like, this is delightful. Yeah, that was really um, fun. I love the disco dance scene where like the guy goes crazy on the disco floor. And he starts throwing people across the room. I don't know if it gives him super strength or something. Yeah. But yeah, basically all like the kill scenes or the danger scenes are fun. I think the scene where the woman's like, could you babysit for me? And we know this woman took the acid. And so it's just this woman like in this, it's just, she's in this apartment with these two children and she's just slowly having an acid freak out and her hair is falling out. And you know, she's going to kill these kids. And then she looks at the kids and they're like, could you stab us, please? <laughs> it's so, I loved that. They're like, you have that to kill us. Otherwise, otherwise, we're not going to stop screaming. And it Like that kind of stuff. I thought was so fucking funny and fun. Yeah. They're, um, they're she doesn't kill me. the oh kids God. though. Yeah. Thank God. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I hope it doesn't. I don't know. I think it way. might have been. I probably wouldn't have recommended it to you because I know you get sensitive to things that are too violent. I, I, um, there's this old drum and bass song in this compilation mm-hmm. from like 98 or whatever, but it's called let's get mental. And one of their main, the main sample in it is this like mm-hmm. distorted voice going, I guess you never know what goes on inside people's heads. And I, and it's from the neighbor saying this. And I just like, re- when I realized that I was like, Oh my God. In blue sunshine. Like, yeah. It was like, one oh, of my, see that it's one of my favorite old drum and bass songs. And I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> she just said yeah. that. <laughs> Um, I do think too, like, I think like what really attracts me to a lot of horror movies is like visual inventiveness or like uniqueness. And mm-hmm. I think this movie has a very unique visual style that makes it worth watching too. Mm-hmm. Like just the way that the villains are portrayed as like these people with like alopecia where all their hair falls off. Um, yeah. It's just such an eerie visual to see like this woman in this like red nightgown standing mm-hmm. behind two kids with a giant kitchen knife. And you just had this moment where she's like, Oh doing God. this i don't i don't know i just think it's so silly and like dumb that i just find it to be really fun i would hook up with that kind of sexually aggressive um football player he kills people at the end of the movie he bashes their head in well initially he's that's hot, what you want kind of. yeah no yeah like, definitely i'm like just he's a big me. like come on yeah just kill i would me. let him yeah i would let him i would actually top him mm. i would, I would. him. 
I, I think for me, if I see like big men, like really big men, I'm like, I want to be on top for them. You are my, but if I see like a scurrying little rat of a, of a man, then I want him to like crawl up my legs and into my asshole. I wish we could put that on TikTok so bad. We can't. We can just bleep it out. Yeah, we Um, can just bleep it out. God. Oh, I got it. You get a (sighs) big nose up there. Um, but um, yeah. So I don't know. Blue sunshine. We don't have to do a whole long review. I just thought it was like a fun little funky weird movie to watch. Let's do some reviews or not reviews. Sorry, recommendations. Recommendation. And then we'll finish up the Doug and Max. Doug and Max. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I'm going to go second. Shit. I'm just kidding. Okay. My first recommendation is going to be uh, a movie called Killing. K-I-L-L-I-N-G. And it is a samurai movie by the director of um, Tetsuo the Iron Man. His name is Shinya Tsukamoto. Um, it's an hour and 19 minutes and it just rocks. Mm. It just rocks. Big trigger warning for this one, though. Kind of a nasty movie, but also I love his movies. I think he might be one of my favorite directors. Okay. So killing. Right. Check it out. It's on Mubi right now. It's one of their featured movies. Nice. I'm going to recommend um, a Superstar by Todd Haynes. I don't know if I recommended this before. But it's a Karen Carpenter story, and it's all told through Barbie dolls. Oh, you've mentioned which, it. I don't talked about it. Recommendation though. Yeah, it's really great. Like it yeah. starts out, and it's just like you know, the whole film is set in Barbie dolls, and has a lot of like montage around mm-hmm. like you know, the politics of the time, and goes through Karen Carpenter's story. She died of anorexia, so that's a part of like the Barbie doll element. But the Barbie doll like kind of melts away. Initially, you're like distracted by it, but then you're like just fall into the story, and it's really fucking good. Yeah. And it got it was like banned when it came out because of Mattel not wanting their name Barbie's on it. Associated. Yeah, <laughs> that makes and sense. It's great. It's on YouTube. Yeah. I think it's a real, and it's kind of like a cred movie. I think to watch like early Todd Haynes. I just mm-hmm. realized he directed one of the new Black Mirrors. Todd Haynes did. I think no, but that rocks. I mean, I love Todd Haynes. I, I think he, I wish he'd direct more, get more unless budgets. it was like Tob Haynes or something. I just like glanced up. Who the fuck is that? Tob? This sounds like a type of pudding or something. If someone tell me their name is Tob, I'd say no, it's not. Tob. That's not your name. That's a name of a mythical creature from a fantasy novel. True. All this right, sounds your like a second dwarf. one. Uh, my second one's gonna be. Um, oh shit! I just had. I was looking at a list. Hold on, everyone. Hold on, everyone. Just a moment. Just a moment. Um, I'm going to recommend the movie. Um, Blacker Than the Night. No, you know what? Did I already recommend Poison for the Fairies? No. Okay, I'm going to recommend Poison for Fairies. It is a, a Mexican horror movie from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And it is about one little girl who moves to a new town and meets another little girl who's kind of a sociopath. Okay. And the, the, the other little girl, like the sociopathic one convinces this girl that she is a witch. And so she has to do what she says. 
And so she mm-hmm. makes this other girl do weirder and weirder things for her that become darker and darker and more disturbing. One of the things I love about the movie is that it does not show a single adult face. Hmm. It only shows the faces of children. And yeah. every time an adult is speaking, they're off screen or you see them from behind or there's darkness in their face. And I think it's such a cool way to present like that sort of isolation that you have when you're facing like a childhood problem. Interesting. And, um, yeah. Great ending. Amazing okay. ending. So I love it. it. I thought it was great. I will Check watch it. Out. it. It's on Shudder. Oh, okay. Yes. Maybe I'll watch it yep. tonight. Possibly. It's not too bad. It's what was it called? Graphic. Poison for the fairies? Poison for fairies. Yeah. For fairies. I think okay. it's for the or for the for fairies. I'm not sure. Which okay. One, and the whole thing Sick. is like witches hate fairies. So they're making a call. They're trying to get all these ingredients for poison for fairies. Oh, it's okay. Like a childhood game. So interesting. Okay. So what's your second recommendation? Oh, I was like, didn't I already do that? I'm going to no, do Enchan Andalu. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, Salvador Dali film. Ever heard of Dali? Have you ever heard of Dali? Famous Dali? misogynist and abuser? Was he abusive? I don't know. Who, who knows? He was talented. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to do Moonwalker, the Michael Jackson story. I never watched no. that. Moonwalk. Oh my God. It was my favorite childhood film before, you know, pre molestation, Michael. Yeah. Well, not pre. Don't, don't watch during. it during. Yeah. Oh, oh, do watch it. I guess watch it. It's don't a celebrate it. Don't yeah, celebrate, don't celebrate it, him or what it. he did, but some no. of the things he was involved with are certainly artistically valuable. Yeah. That's it. So that's it. That's it. Good job. I need to eat something, Max. Everybody download Rough Take. Everybody follow the Rough Download take. it. Everybody listen to the, if you're not listening to the podcast, call, listen to the podcast. Call Max a fart box. And if you do it, I'll kill myself on live stream. <laughs> uh. Goodbye. Thank you.